Most of you all are out there struggling with your weight because you are not doing the things that would initiate weight loss in your life. And then you're sitting around complaining. Woo, I struggle with my weight. Weight loss is so hard. What's wrong with me? Why can't I lose weight? Can I tell you why you're not losing the fucking weight? Because you're not doing the things that people who lose weight do. Hey girl, I'm Kylie Pax. After a lifetime of emotional eating, struggling with my weight and being a cereal dieter, I finally found the missing key to weight loss and I lost 20 kilos. Each week, I'll give you my no BS weight loss advice so you can sprinkle it over your life and your dinner plate and lose weight too. Everything I teach you is fluff free. That means you'll learn simple strategies to master not only your weight, but your mindset as well. Girl, you get that in check and those extra kilos will never haunt your booty again. If you're ready to lose the weight for life, let's go. I started losing weight in my life when I started doing what people who lose weight do. Most of you all are out there struggling with your weight because you are not doing the things that would initiate weight loss in your life. And then you're sitting around complaining. Woo, I struggle with my weight. Weight loss is so hard. What's wrong with me? Why can't I lose weight? Can I tell you why you're not losing the fucking weight? Because you're not doing the things that people who lose weight do. Let's lay it out, people. Do people who lose weight sleep in, hit snooze on their alarm, like it's constantly hitting snooze? I don't think so. Do people who lose weight put their dreams and desires on hold and just say, that's all right, I'm not that important. What I want matters. I just got to be here for the kids. I got to be here for the family. I've got to get to work. The boss is like in a really bad mood and he needs me there early. The fuck is this all about? Do people who succeed at their weight loss put their uh, meals, their healthy meals, oh, screw that. No, no, no. They don't get nothing prepared. They don't take nothing with them. This English coming out. They don't have anything prepared. They don't take anything with them. Are they there at the fast food freaking food court on their lunch break ordering up big, oh, well, I've messed it up now because I had a cookie at morning break time and I've messed it up. So now I might as well order nachos, fries, ice cream, and 10 donuts for dessert. In fact, I'll take some. Wait, gets better. I'll take some back to the office and share them with everyone so that I don't feel so guilty about it. You're struggling with your weight right now because you're doing the things that people who struggle with their weight do. You put bullshit stories in your own head and when they pop up, you don't smash them down and just go, absolutely, that is complete bullshit. I'm not listening to this. No, you hold hands with them and the two of you skipping along through the daisies in your mind going, yes, it's so hard. I deserve pizza. Bullshit things that you tell yourself and then you get really upset and really disappointed, eat more food to alleviate those feelings that you're previously feeling. Listen, if you've never heard me say this before, this is how it works when you turn to food, when you have a problem that is not food related. You start your issue here with one problem, whatever it is. The boss is a jerk, the tires went flat on the car, the phone battery went flat, my phone is not working. It's terrible, oh, poor you, I'm so sorry. Your amazing iPhone 14's not working, poor you. Okay, you have a problem. But instead of addressing that problem, you go and create a second problem by eating 14 tons of ice cream, two burgers, six packets of chips and a pizza. Now you've got two problems. You've got your iPhone that isn't working and you've got six extra kilos stuck to your ass. Is this good? Did you solve the problem? No, you fucking doubled your pain. 
It's time for you to switch gears and start asking yourself, what would a person who does succeed at their weight loss do? Do they sit around complaining? Do they feel sorry for themselves? Do they, oh, please, honey, please. Are they scrolling Instagram, looking at all the other girls going, I wish, I wish I looked like her. Are they sitting there purposely making themselves feel like shit by looking at other girls that they perceive, because it is perceptual, other girls that they perceive have more, are prettier, look better, are thinner. Oh my Lord, no they're not, honey, no they're not. First of all, I guarantee you they're not even fucking looking at other women, comparing themselves, I guarantee you, they're not out there comparing themselves to other women. And if they did see a female and they had a small little zap of doubt in their mind that maybe this one, oh gosh, she looks really good, like I wish I could look good like that, I swear to you, a woman who loses weight would look at that woman and go, fantastic, what kind of lifestyle choices would that woman make that I can implement into my life so that I can have the things that I think she's got that I also want in my life. Honey, if you take nothing away from today's podcast, I want you to get this phrase and drill it into your mind. Identity drives behavior. How you see and perceive yourself will dictate the behaviors that you carry out. You can't control that. You can't change that. You, there's literally nothing you can do about it. Now you're going to be like crying. Wait a minute. If I see myself as a fat person, if I think that I'm fat, if I think that I'm ugly, ugly I'm going to carry out behaviors that substantiate that. Yes, 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 you will. <laughs> Say it again for the people in the back. Yeah, you will. And this is why it's so important to know that because that identity is something that you have created. How it gets created is quite a long and lengthy process. I'm going to give it to you in really simple terms. Your self-identity, unless you've done a lot of inner work and you're really savvy with this and you are now on, ball, on the ball and spending time recreating your identity, you may not even know this information. So I'm going to give it to you today and then after today... As you may have heard the saying, you can't unknow it. You're going to have the information now. It's going to be in your back pocket. You can't unknow it. So after listening to this podcast, is there any more excuses? Not really. Our identity is created when we are very young, but it doesn't stop there. We continue creating it all throughout our life. Here's what I mean by that. When you are really tiny, you don't know who you are. In fact, nobody knows who you are when you're tiny. And what I mean by that is nobody knows what your little personality is, what your likes are, what your beliefs are, what you're going to grow up to be and believe. So what parents do, and we all do this, please, this is not, I'm not, there's no shade on parents. This is how we roll. We subject our children to our beliefs. We're like, well, you're strong like your dad, or you're pretty like your mum, or, oh, honey, flip side, yeah, you're not pretty like your mum, or you're not pretty like Auntie Jane over there, or you've got fat legs like Auntie Sue, or these things get into our mind at really young ages. Yeah, you're probably going to grow up and be smart like your uncle, or flip side, Look, your strong point isn't your uh, isn't your smarts, isn't your brain, isn't your mindset. So you should probably learn a good skill, honey. You should probably learn a good skill. 
you are small. You might be 10 years old or under. And these people are telling you their perceptions, their fears, their hopes, their doubts, their dreams, and they're putting them onto you. We do this as a family. We do this because it's important to have a sense of unity. This is how we act in this family. This is how we conduct ourselves. And a lot of this is very useful. We don't we don't rob banks. We don't swear at people. We don't, I don't know, we don't hurt people. The things that we put on our children, when I say put on them, you understand what I'm saying? Like this is the information that we give them. It helps to mold their little sense of identity. The issue is, as we grow up and get older, many of those things are good. Great. You don't turn out and go rob banks. You don't hurt people. You don't just steal and take things. And that's fantastic. Love it. And also, there are many other things that we have sucked in like a little sponge from the information that they gave us that we take on into our lives that are not so helpful. Yeah, I'm not smart. I, I don't have book smarts. I should probably just learn a skill. I will be whatever. And we don't do the things that we really dream of doing. We go ahead and do what our parents think we should have done or say that we should have done. We take all the information that they've given us and we, we do a big mashup, put it inside ourselves internally and say to ourselves, this is who I am. My mum always struggles with her weight, so that's who I am. I struggle too. We sit around, we eat together, we go on the food meal trips together, we do all these things together. You think now that that's who you are. And that's fine. It's fine if it gives you a sense of connection. It's fabulous. But if it's simultaneously making you unhappy, then you actually have the ability to recreate your sense of self-identity at any time. This is what's so beautiful about it. Now, if you have never listened to episode number 56 of the No BS Weight Loss Podcast, you need to listen to the episode about the eating codes where I share with you the exact five eating codes. And if you want them in like extreme detail, skip on over to kyliepax.com forward slash free course where I give you exactly everything I did to lose 20 kilos. But in the five eating codes, which I talk about in this episode, you're going to get to eating code number five, which is act like the person you want to become. You are not stuck where you are now. You don't have to stay there. You can recreate and change at any time. Like a fucking butterfly, you can go into a little cocoon and come out in any way you choose. Do you know why we don't do that? Because we're afraid. What will people say? What will people think? What will my family say? Well, quite frankly, are you prepared to be unhappy for the rest of your life so that nobody says nothing to you? I'm not. I want a life of maximum everything, everything. If somebody goes, how much do you want? I want the maximum. How much happiness? The maximum. How, how great do you want your body to look? The maximum amount of greatness. Like, I want all of those things. How much joy? How much happiness? And when you think about it, the way your body looks is a really small component of that, yet it's one of the most important because it's not all about the aesthetics. Please, it's about how you feel inside. And if you don't feel good about yourself, you won't conduct yourself well, you won't dress well, you won't take care of yourself well, and you sure as hell will not eat well. The question that you need to ask yourself today and moving forward is where do you wanna be in six months? Because if you put your head on the pillow tonight and ask yourself if, if every day moving forward look the way that today looks, would I be happy with where I end up? If the answer is no, woo, honey, 
some needs to change. If you want to know more, please head on over kyliepacks.com forward slash free course. All the information that you need is there. Why do I sing that every week? I just don't know. kyliepacks.com forward slash free course. That is where you're going to find all the information in a four-part video series about exactly what I did to lose 20 kilos, how I kept it off. And I'm also going to share with you in an upcoming episode about the fluctuations. Like, I think this is really important to just go, okay, so she lost 20 kilos and she kept it off and nothing ever changed fluctuations are normal people. We're going to be talking about that next week. Until then, my gorgeous ones, please do remember the only person who has the power to change your life is you. When you step up and stop listening to your own BS stories, honey, they only exist in your mind. They're not even real. You have the power to change everything in your life. And that is when you've got what it takes. I'm sending you tremendous amounts of love. I will see you again next week. Until then, my gorgeous ones, bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember to shimmy your butt over to kyliepacks.com forward slash free course and sign up for my free weight loss training so you can start losing your weight now. You'll also find helpful notes and resources in my past podcast that will help you lose your weight without the BS diet drama. I'll see you next week.